Hey, thanks for signing up. It is Public Beta Podcast, episode 110. Your host this week, myself, Lee and Reed. Hi, hello. Why? I'm hurting. Why did you do that? Because I just ate a double fat boy. Well, you didn't need to burp on... You could have muted the mic. They didn't need to release Morbius, but they did. And it's Morbid time. Uh, Reed, video games. Uh, We're in a lull of video games uh, this time of year. A lot of indie stuff coming out, which I know isn't your bread and butter. Uh, but the, the AAA's taken a break, so what have you been playing? Well, first... Other than just diving into the world of Morbius memes. <laughs> well, first uh, of all... Placing this podcast in history, this is the peak of Morbius memes, <laughs> and it's all anyone can talk about. Yeah, it's all over the place. They're like... Yeah, I was about to say something really dark there. Um, so first of all, I know, I know we don't have a spotlight game right now. No. Um, I know we both said we're gonna. Shouldn't play. touch the desk, though. Okay, it's, it's gonna be like. But how am I supposed to make my point without putting my fingers? You, on you gotta head? do. You gotta air it. Yeah. You gotta. Act. I know we both planned on playing Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance. Did we? <laughs> yes, sure. Yeah. After Elden Ring, because it's a short game, and I think it'd be an awesome game to talk about. Sure. We still haven't done that. No. But we're going to. Well, well, I don't know. We both I... played the game, but we want to play it again. No, I've never played it before. That's why. Well, that's so, that that's was, your. That's why it'd be so fun to talk about. That's your shortcoming, then. Um, I have no confidence in you finishing that game, <laughs> <laughs> but so, I still think we should do that soon. I think that we still have a while till another game fucking comes out. Yeah, we should play. If nothing game. else, just to get a new thumbnail. Yeah, yeah, uh, featuring yeah, exactly. Ryan. We need to play Metal Gear Rising Revengeance soon. Um, I think that game is uh, Ford's compatible on the Xbox Series X. So why the hell not? So there's really no reason not to. Yeah, and I will play it on PC. I'll stream it. I'll have a good time. Anyway. We're, uh, we're both just like stifling burps. This <laughs> yeah, so we're uh, recording in person if the audio quality wasn't a dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. But we, uh, I just had a giant burger. You just had a Tim Hortons something. Yeah, have rap. you tried the loaded chili bowl? No, I haven't. Okay, well, there you go. No. An extra $2, dump it right so, in the toilet for you. what have I been playing? I've been playing Divinity Original Sin 2. So, I've played this game a few times before, but no. I've only beaten it fully once. Sure. It's a very long game, and there's lots of shit that happens. And it's it's especially nerve-wracking if you're a person that wants to get the most out of your game in a single playthrough. Not just as far as story content goes. Of course, that in all games is, like, always... Like Mass Effect, I'm going to this planet. I need to make sure I bring X and X character to get access. Min maxing the story. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's already there. Min maxing the story, but there's even further hurdles when it comes to min maxing your experience, which there is limited amounts of it in the game technically. Although it's not very difficult to get to the max level by the time you get to the end, but it does create a lot of very um, interesting but annoying situations where you're constantly testing saves to be like. Okay, I know uh, each of these people gave me a quest to go kill the other person. So I killed one of them, went back, and then I just killed them. Oh, you're them seeing all. every possible outcome So before. then I completed the quest to get this experience, but then I just killed them after to maximize my experience. <laughs> but we'll see if I, you know, taint this mother tree and I get more experience for doing that, but you don't. So you, like, and then you have to go back and test it the other way to see if you end up getting more XP the other way. For most people, they won't care about that, and they'll just play the game. No, usually the game is balanced so that you you aren't necessarily meant to find the best solution to every quest. I know, but in my brain, I'm like, you you gotta like. Is it just EXP? Are we talking like if you're a melee build, 
uh, you get a sword by doing this part. Oh, but yeah, there is there. definitely that yeah. layer. Because Elden it. Ring's bad for that. Yeah, there is definitely that layer to it. Um, however, the current playthrough I'm doing is characters that both essentially use uh, the same armor types, which is way more convenient. I'm doing a lone wolf playthrough, which is only two characters instead of four, which is much easier to manage, even though I'm playing on uh, the second highest difficulty, technically. So there's a... There, a little bit of a tangent here. There's a fucking awesome mode in Divinity Original Sin 2 called Honor Mode. Sure. It is the same as Tactician Mode difficulty-wise, and I'm playing Tactician Mode, except there's only one save file you can use. And if both your characters at any point die at the same time, your save gets deleted instantly. Wow. You yeah. can't even back it up. You can't even cloud save it. Uh, I think you can cloud save it if you want to be kind of a dick but the, the mode it. is literally called honor mode. Yes, yeah, <laughs> but it's called honor mode. So Screw just... the honor system. Yeah, so so that's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, I'm playing tactician, so it's that kind of difficulty. But I finally made my way through Act Two, which is easily the biggest act of the game. That's what's going to bring you up to about sixty or seventy hours of your hundred hour playthrough if you're playing it slow and thoroughly. Uh, I'm skipping like all the dialogue because I've seen it before. I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> but I. I love how interesting and uh, dynamic that game can be as far as just how you complete certain quests. For example, how to get access to the final boss is you have to pass this thing called the Trial of Blood. Sure. You can do this through a multitude of ways. You can find items by playing the entire act that will lead you eventually to like bypass it, essentially. Or you can do it the, the, the really difficult way, but way that requires no, no fucking around. You can go straight there and do it, and that's if you never kill anything in the entire game or use an offensive ability huh and it's like that seems impossible right well you can recruit mercenaries in the game lee like to join your party as temporary soldiers none of them have killed anyone or hurt anyone in the game technically you hire them so you get to the last act hire a mercenary zip there like with one click <clears throat> use your mercenary on there you're at the final boss the speed run for divinity original sin 2 is about 15 minutes wait you just need one mercenary in your party to be and able to get through it because he hasn't hurt or can't or you just like anything. steal a baby or like no 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 you need them in your party when they're okay. doing it. they need to be party hey they made the rules party. i'm just trying to see yeah and then um if you level up nothing but like your telekinesis for example you can sure. throw items very far distances yeah there's like a babies lot of, yeah there's a lot of mercenaries <laughs> There's a lot of, uh, there's four items in the game that are called teleport pyramids. They do exactly what you think they do. They teleport to other pyramids. So what you do is give both their characters one pyramid, take the other pyramid, and you just keep throwing it like a kilometer, teleport to it, kilometer, teleport to it. (laughs) So people have done Divinity Original Sin 2 in about 15 minutes. Sure. Or people have completed the game by never hurting anything directly themselves, only by, like... Warping around. Not warping around, but, like, they'll use, like terrain and stuff like that to make characters sure. slip into like, yeah. fire and kill themselves or like they'll drop barrels on them and that technically doesn't count which in the them. eyes of the final boss doesn't count as murder yeah okay and it, like so it's i be, love it has to be grisly by your own hands yeah i, I totally forgot <laughs> how uh, dynamic and ridiculous this game can be finally done act two going into act three I'm almost done act three actually it's very short you can get that done in a few hours but going into the final act is where the game gets very, very difficult. When I played my first playthrough, the final boss was about 50 or 100 tries for me or Sheesh. something like that. The, the gimmick of it is you're fighting two characters. After the second round, I'm sorry, you're fighting three characters. After the second round, one that third character will double cross like the team that he's on. And it's revealed that he's a different big bad. And he summons about like eight other fucking beasts so now it's a three-way dance 
with like 30 <laughs> people on the fucking screen. Or if you're just good enough and you can burn down the main boss or that one particular guy within two turns, that shit never happens and the fight is immensely easier. So it, I really think that's interesting and like things other games can learn from. It's a final boss, but if you're good enough, fast enough, and have a specific strategy to like wither down a certain thing, you just deny a complete part of that boss fight. Much like in Elden Ring, if you're fighting Moog, Sure. In that one place, and if you have enough damage, he'll never do his big AoE. No, or you'll kill him during it. Yeah, 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 and he'll just never get to that point. That's the stuff I really enjoy, because yeah. it gives you an incentive to uh, maximize that DPS. Truly, the hardest boss fights in Elden Ring go that way, because you try them enough times that you will inevitably, if there's a multi-stage boss fight like Melania, or like uh, the final Radagon at the end, or whatever, yeah. you'll have like a perfect run on the first side thing, and then you're like, well, now it's mine to lose, because like, I didn't drink a single flask... And here I go into the into the second thing, and, and then you lose, right? Uh, if it goes your way, it really goes your way. Yeah, uh, that's the that's the best you can hope for. And hey, I've been playing a lot of Halo Infinite, a yeah. lot of it, almost yeah. on the almost on the season pass. Or the then you, just, then you can just just leave that game on the shelf for six months or whatever the hell. I I don't know why like what it is that keeps bringing me back, but it, maybe it's the customization, it's the grappling hook, uh, the <laughs> grappling hook, uh, the customization of the actual Spartan cores and everything. Like yeah, that. imagine if that was just in the single player mode. I don't know. You I just get armor and gear. And then it's just have Destiny, but it's but, Halo. You know, yeah, you have to call it a different game. Call no, it, you don't. Call it Halo Infinitely. And then <laughs> call make it Halo, Halo Goddamn Infinite. Yeah, and then make Halo 6, and then boom. Yeah, anyway. Master Chief can just be another character in the game. He doesn't have to be the player character anyway. if it's Halo Infinite. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm playing a lot of the online for that. really enjoying it. It's a new event out right now, Lee. Sure. Where you can lock new armor. Wow. Which is very, like, German World War II inspired. So it's, Perfect, it's, yeah. It's That's what lot, everybody wants. It's got a lot of people up in arms. Yeah. Kind of. It's not, it looks more like Hellgas. It's fucking third You know right what I mean? It, it's got that Hellgas. Yeah, but the Hellgas was also directly influenced by, like, right, that's Nazi what I'm, uniforms. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's like it got that Hellgas, Wolfenstein sort yeah. of futuristic thing going on. We were talking on. the other day. Uh, Haze is a better game than any Killzone game. Sure. That's yeah. not, like, a high benchmark. No. It's a, it's a fucked up conversation. But like, Singularity like, yeah. is better than both of them. Yeah, but, like, Hayes, Hayes had one release. And it was like, that's too generic. We we cannot support that with a sequel. Yet Killzone... Hayes, Hayes had that whole, like... No, Hayes had... Had the whole word block in there. They had the same story of every game of the time where you are part of the baddies, and then you realize you're part of the baddies, and then you join the resistance to the baddies. It just looked but at Metal Gear Solid 4, and it was like... Patriot system like PTSD like incoming instantly <laughs> so edgy and cool that's it everything tank soldiers everything was that back weapons. then uh they should have had Sam Worthington flip sides in uh <laughs> in Black Ops He's oh dude like... okay I saw Doctor <laughs> I saw Doctor Strange on the weekend right sure and there's a preview for Avatar 2. Oh, it's like, fucking Sam Worthington. He's, hear, he's waiting for that check. He's like nothing will stop my family. I'm like, oh dude, fuck off. No one gives a shit. But your fucking Smurf family. Hey, did you see Avatar one? Yeah, I like once when I was Same. super drunk at home. What happens at the end? Does he stay in the blue body forever? Doesn't like some magic? I want to say some magic. Magic might be the yeah. That's magic, what I'm thinking. Magic or technology where Sigourney Weaver yeah. is just like I'm just gonna like promote put you. Into yeah, it was this. like we'll throw away your cripple body and you can just live as a ten foot tall cat. Yeah, man like we perfected the. 
Like, yeah. back to formula. Yeah. We made it perfect. Is that what happened? I don't know. Because is Sam Worthington a voice in this movie, or is he going to be like no, a dude he's, in a he's wheelchair a again? He's the dude in the blue. He's the he's, blue he's, guy. He's a blue man now. Yeah, he's the yeah. avatar. Yeah, he's an avatar. Like, yeah, whatever, fuck. That's everybody's. That's why everybody loved it, right? They're like, I, my life sucks, but I one day I'll be able to hook myself telepathically People, to I, a cat. I think the, I think the very common um, opinion of Avatar is visually great. Like, it's obviously like a very well produced film, but otherwise sure. it's mostly uninteresting and long. But like, but no one has talked about Avatar the way they talked about James Cameron's other films, like sure. Titanic, Terminator yeah. Two, yeah, Aliens. Well, in that, it's still part of the zeitgeist. Where we, it was so massive a movie that it's still like in the conversation of being like, really, this second movie will prove everything, right? Because yeah, this yeah. second movie opens, it's like it's bigger than Avengers. It's like, well, I guess people still give a I shit. Guess people, yeah, uh, but, that's right. But the common opinion is, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah. uh, and not be, like more. Is, is it going to be make more money than Morbius? Uh, I make more money. than Morbius. <laughs> No, Morbius made three hundred and seventy-two more billion dollars. Holy shit! What's that in like regular dollars? Like three hundred seventy-two trillion. That's none of your business. <laughs> God damn it! The living vampire Morbius. That one picture of him going like, ah, and it's the background of the Wikipedia. Screen. Did you see that image? And it was from when the movie came out, which was fucking five months ago. I don't know what the fuck. That movie's just out on digital now. You can just go. Actually, do people are you can just watch it on Twitter? It's literally, yeah, it's literally leaked on Discord. People are calling it getting morbed instead of getting rickrolled, and they just send you the entirety of Morbius. 480p. Uh, <laughs> when that movie came out, they did like a it's an influencer uh, screening or whatever, and it's like Jared Leto standing in the middle of this like kind of smaller theater, like kind of doing like a thing with his hands. And then there's all his, the like people from like the Morbius Discord are in the room, and people are just like zooming in and taking screen caps of like the specific people in the crowd. It's it's good. It's good. It's it's. Uh, I think they need to bring back movie licensed video games because those have disappeared. And you start I mean, with Morbius. Like yeah, kids TV shows and stuff still get that treatment. But, not yeah, even but, really. But, but Morbius much. should be the first. Yeah, not even really that much anymore, actually. They're, the, they're, getting, they're getting out there. My Little Pony games was, and Peppa Pigs and sure, all those. Sure, but when was the last like big movie that had a licensed tie-in video game that either came out before or like right well, at release? Well, strangely enough, there's a massive Avatar video game coming from Ubisoft. Oh my god! Remember? But like, did you forget? No, I'm uh, talking stuff that's actually came out based directly on a movie property, not just based on the IP. Like something that's just like yeah, Mar- Mar- <laughs> you're playing come. Morbius, Jared Leto. The yeah, game. yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, like for cartoons and stuff that is, but for movies, not really. Or they'll do something a little different. Like Stranger Things did a game, but it was like a, a indie style game. Speaking of Stranger Things, there's gonna be like twelve fucking hours of Stranger Things season four to watch. And it's not the last season of Stranger Things. Yes, it is. It's not That's the true. last season of Stranger Things. Are you sure? Things. Yes. That's what like, literally everybody has told me, is that it's the last Stranger It seems that way, because uh, you're going to be watching technically, like, what, 12 mini-movies of Stranger Things? Like, I don't know, man. I, like, okay, here's the thing about that previous season. It was fine, whatever. It was good. Give, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. But they killed my favorite character, which is that... Like, dude bro who listens to Metallica and fucks older women. Yeah, but he's because, also, he was also, like, the bad guy. No, but he had character <laughs> development and That's shit. why it was good. Because yeah. you're like, oh, it's not his fault. And he, he was a shit. But then he, by the end of it, he's redeemed, right. but it's too late. But, yeah. like, and that's the thing, is that, <clears throat> wow, a character on this fucking show that actually develops as a character. Sure. Like. Yeah, he was a good character. He, well, that like, that's why season three was good. Whereas season two was, like, spitting its tires. And you're like, like, fucking. 
I don't know. Same season two, fine. season two, they go into the cat, blue cat people, and then they're like hanging out in the jungle and shit. How about right? Morbius the TV show? <laughs> yeah, spin it out. Yeah. Uh, cancel that Knuckles show. We're getting Morbius. They're making a Knuckles show. They're making a Knuckles so, show. Okay, is this Ugly Sonic is back in the Sonic movie? Like, no, Ugly Sonic is in the Chip and Dale movie. Oh, that's yeah. a nice little reference. Yes. Okay, it's not even a reference. He's a character in the movie. He appears multiple times in that oh. movie. Yeah, I heard there's a big uproar by uh, the weirdos on 4chan about oh, Chippendale. Oh, oh, yeah. It's it's a weirdo movie. It's four weirdos, and the weirdos don't like it. Because they're thinking it's pushing... Because the lamp is being shown on them or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's pushing some sort of... No, I'm not sexually into this. Uh, no, people were upset because they they uh, do something with the canon of the Rescue Rangers. I'm not going to spoil it here. Everybody should go watch that movie because it's... If you think it's bad, it's so bad it's good. And if you think it's good, then good for you. You like who framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, but they, they do something with, with some of the, the old characters. Uh, it's weird, man. Do you ever watch Rescue Rangers? Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what I can compare it to. They took, they took the female character from that cartoon, and you know she the whole time in your kid head canon, you're like, oh man, she's she's totally gonna go with Chip, or oh man, she's totally gonna go with Dale, and then they they twisted that by having the reality in in real life where these are not characters in a show, they are actors playing characters. The cartoons are uh, that she married a different character and had like a bazillion children. And I saw a ton of posts on 4chan, very upset uh, about this choice, which is clearly a joke uh, in the movie. Yeah, and, and between them uh, hanging on that dude it's an, to go fucking it's, an an, it's a fucking animated mouse. Uh, we need to relax about about these things. Uh, oh, that, telling 4chan to relax? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. There, there's, some good, there's some good sight gags, though. Uh, the way they incorporate a bunch of characters and cartoons that aren't just Disney properties is vastly interesting, including the fact that fucking Ugly Sonic is in that goddamn movie. And they uh, they ugged him up, too. Uh, it's on Disney+. Plus. Go watch it. It's free. Was he, like, washed up and mad that he, like, got yeah. dropped from the Well, it's like the back the background of the, of the movie is taking place during, like, a convention. Uh, so you have all these, like, cartoon characters that are there, like, actors, and it's, like, Ugly Sonic is there signing, and he's got all, like, the fucking, like, illustra- like uh, illustrations done by, like, you know, when you go see the, the anime booth of illustrations that are, like, not, like, what's the legality of drawing a character that exists in an IP and selling the, the who knows, but those, it's that type of art. Yeah. Uh, it's quite, it's quite well done, but enough about Chip and Dale. Everybody should go watch it. It's fucked up. It's a fucked up movie. It's fucked up. Stop taking cartoons so seriously, <laughs> goddammit. The whole the whole fucking movie is like like cartoon like what if cartoons existed in real life and it's just all and a joke. Actors. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like the the troubles and tribulations of human actors applied to these uh, cartoon characters and what happens to them as they it's age. It's funny and, because these are yeah. real life actor problems, but it's a little chipmunk. Yeah. Like the 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 main joke from the from the trailer is that Dale gets CGI surgery, so he looks CGI, whereas Chip is still just like 2D animated in the movie. That's the joke. Get it? Okay, good. Um, Seth Ro- Seth Rogen, of course, in the movie. Sure. Because you need when I when I think like when you first heard that dude speak, where you're like, oh, there is a career of voice acting awaiting Seth Rogen. Rogen. <laughs> Uh, but what do we know? What do we know? Video games. Hey, Seth Rogen one time, I watched the Preacher premiere on AMC that he created. Uh, okay, wait, was there a Preacher movie? No, no, it was a TV show on AMC. What's the Carl Urban movie? 
It's not. It has anything to do with preacher. No, well, what was it called? Priest. <laughs> priest? Okay, priest. <laughs> with fucking... Uh, fucking Vision? Yeah. What's his name? Paul, Paul Bettany? Bettany. Yeah, with yeah. Paul Bettany. No, I'm not talking about priest. I'm talking okay. about preacher based on the comic book. Sure. You know preacher, right? Isn't priest also a comic book? They're completely different. No, 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 but I was confusing them. Yeah. (laughs) Seth Rogen made the preacher show. Anyway, made the preacher show. Back then I had a Twitter account because I was like fucking 17. Because you're like, they made the the wrong cartoons fuck and I'm going to let the internet hear about it. (laughs) No, I don't get more. No, um, watched the premiere and I tweeted Seth Rogen saying, I love the premiere. Yeah. I thought the casting for Cassidy... Uh-huh. Or Casey? It's Cassie or Casey. Was perfect. You can't fit this all in a tweet. It was perfect. And he liked it. And I was very proud of that. He liked it? Yeah. Or he responded like, oh. <laughs> No, he liked it. And I was like, hey, you know what? I bet she doesn't go around liking everything. He probably, at the time, I'm doing like a Tim Rogers thing. Imagine the amount of... Uh... At the time, he probably... <laughs> that was a very Tim Rogers yeah, at thing. At the time... Like, say something very definitive and then be like, or... Yeah, at the, the time, author. he probably was just on his phone and... Through the search, yeah, search he was taking a shit. He searched up preacher to see what people were saying about the premiere. Sure. And anytime he saw something where people are like, "Hey, this is hey, your things is good." Good. He was like, "I'm gonna give that a like." Yeah, yeah. So at most, out of Seth Rogen, you got him to press his thumb down lightly on a phone one time. Yeah, he probably approved yeah. of my message. Your yeah, your words uh, elicited a response. To be from fair, someone. I really did like the cast. Cast. You were well. I didn't assume you were lying. I was gonna yeah. call you out. <laughs> And, like, I could imagine if you were uh, being genuine uh, when you said those things. Uh, video games, read. Little Witch in the Woods. Wife's been playing it. It's, no on, ga- it's on game preview. Uh, it's, a, it's a like, a crafting, collectible, what have you game. There's a story, uh, so it's got kind of some visual novel elements in it. Otherwise, you're making potions, having a good time. Uh, that's becoming a very common... Uh, are you alright? No, I was going to say something, but I don't know if you can finish. Unatco? Uh, it, it's a, it's a, it's one of those. Uh, but it's it's cute. It's got a pixelated art style. I also like that the illustrations of the characters when they are talking, Fire Emblem style, uh, are also done in pixel art, like visual novel style. Yes, yes. Yeah. If it's what you want to call it, yeah, Otomi style. Uh, cool. Where they all stand like this, but they have different like. Ah! Yeah, they change their face and stuff. Yeah, you can't see yeah. it on the podcast. No, yeah, that's a oh, good pod. My, yeah, my my pose. Is I haven't seen emoting like that since Jared Leto in Morbius, the Living Vampire. <laughs> Uh, Pokemon Shining Pearl, uh, man, there's a lot of content in there. I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna keep pecking away at it until the home comes out. Then I'm gonna dump everything, and then I'm just gonna go so back the to Arceus. Home update is not out yet, right? No, yeah, so anytime now. I, I picked up Pokemon again just to get these games done and ready for Scarlet and Violet, um, because you know I play a lot of competitive, so I want to have the biggest possible edge that I can. So I'll have to do some of that mis- I'll have to look up some of that uh, mystery gift bullshit for some of those legendaries. You know, a movie at the, the greatest possible edge. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm gonna look. <laughs> I'm gonna look into those mystery gifts for all those mystical legendaries that you kept telling me about. Yeah, except you missed them. There, there's a they're window to down. Forever. They're just gone. Uh, okay. So I don't know if you can go find a password for them. Hey, you should give me them. I don't have. I don't have them. You didn't play. Didn't I didn't. Them? I missed the Dark Rye one, and I missed the Arceus oh, one. Oh well, that's unfortunate. You have to have beaten the Elite Four, and then you could get it. Okay. Well, you know, shit happens. I yeah. guess. So fuck. Oh, the, but hey, something Dark I forgot Rye to mention anyway. that yeah. I've been playing still continually sure. with my partner, and I think one time more with you is Evil Dead the game. Twice we played. Yeah, it. twice. So there was a bit longer of a time to find a game when we were playing. Yesterday, sure. Me yeah. And Maggie, we found one two, week away yeah, from. Yeah, we were playing two games, and it got a little bit. Will it play? Longer. 
without a full party? That's a good question. Uh, so far, we've ran into the issue. Having crossplay really alleviates a lot of those issues. Yeah. Something like Aliens Fireteam Elite, which came out last year. Another I, classic. Yeah, I love that case. <laughs> fucking awesome. Um, but like that is not crossplay. So the lifer, it's completely dead now. Like you can't find matches at higher levels or lower levels. That game's on Game Pass too. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, is I'm sure it might even be better on Xbox because it's on Game Pass, but just on PC, like you can't fucking find anybody to play with because it's not crossplay. So this alleviates a lot of that issues. Uh, we're playing a lot higher levels now, generally, because me and Maggie stick with one character so far. I'm Ash from Ash vs. Evil Dead, and she's Kelly from Ash vs. Evil Dead. Sure. So we're generally being matched with people who are also around that level 22 range, like we are right now. Um, but because of that, the demon's also that high. So some different problems arise and go away. Fear is much more manageable once you get to these higher levels and you get some of those passive perks to increase your fear resistance. Once you understand that crates are life in the game because they give those bottles and you can upgrade stuff with the bottles, yeah. that's the most important thing in the game. So those things come much better at later levels. The fear resistance, generally the perks that you can get to make your character feel powerful. On the flip side, demons get so beefy and powerful, um, especially the boss characters like Henrietta, um, Evil Ash, and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, you could have four characters wailing on them for, like, 30 seconds, and you'll take out a quarter of their health. It's a bit too much, in my opinion. The boss characters should not feel like you have to... It's just a bit too much health, and they do a bit too much damage for once. You, you just character. find like you're losing consistently. Or yeah, like like, yeah. like the only real way to deal with them in a lot of cases is run away from them until the timer runs out on them. They're not viable to fight in so many cases. <laughs> it's especially worse with the phasing demon because he never stays in one place that you can hit him. So all you do is just try to hit him, but you get electrocuted and all your health goes away. There's no real solid way to fight these characters in a way that like. Like, you can't just tell everybody, oh, focus on this one guy, because there's still 30 other deadites while this book is still there. They need to do something about those boss characters. But besides that, the game is generally well-balanced in a lot of ways, I find, and it it's doing well. The demon skill tree in that game is massive yeah. compared to the, the player characters. Uh, and I'm sure if you spec... You know, there's, boss characters only. Or yeah, like, like there, there's, there's hard counters. I'm sure for certain kinds of types of characters in the game, but everybody's kind of like the the demons have way much more versatility versus demon to demon that you're fighting, right? Yeah. Um. So, like, yeah, if you spec all into your final boss form, the one that matters, I guess you. Yeah. Or you could spec into the the side shit, right? I'm sure there's ones where you collect orbs faster or you spend less or whatever too, right? So. Yeah. I uh, didn't fuck too much with the demon stuff. I haven't play played a demon somewhere. once yet because no? I only play with other people and you can only matchmake when you're both survivors and stuff. Huh. Interesting. Yeah, like, the game's not super... I don't see why, like, if I'm player with Maggie, one of us can't be the demon or something like that and matchmake like that. Yeah. Because the game's not strategic in a way where it's like, don't tell the demon where we're going. It's like, no, the demon always has a pretty fucking good idea yeah. where people are going. Like, the So, I remember the game Evolve... Which is like yeah. the first asymmetrical multiplayer kind of game like yeah. this, where it's just like you got four people and you got the monster. Yeah. When they were pitching that for like esports, you would have like your four player characters, and then your team would also have a fifth guy who plays the beast against the other team. 
So, like, in terms of scoring, the one time I saw one of these, them actually trying to push this, is, like, okay, me and you both have a team. So your demon goes against my four people, and then my demon goes against your yeah, four I people, like and the high, high score wins, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that that's fine. But then you're also pitting, you have literally the, the skill of one player versus four. Right, but the whole point of these games is that the demon or the monster in Evolve would have X amount of in advantages theory, yeah. over these characters. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's, I, like I said, it's just a little bit of balancing they need to do to reduce. The Evil Dead thing's cool because, like, when you think of Left 4 Dead and you think of the AI that's like, it sends zombies at you at the the, the op- unopportune moment. Uh, you think of Evil Dead as, oh, you get to be that AI. You get to, like, you could not mess with the player characters at all. You could just go around the map and, and get the lay of land and collect orbs and then dump it all on them at the end. But you're better off pecking away at them or finding them when they're... I guess we gotta play as the demon and find out yeah. how if it's fun because maybe uh, we're playing the we're playing the game wrong. Maybe we need to be the demon this whole time, and then you're just queuing up for matches, waiting for four but players yeah, to show up. But then you can't play with other people, so no. But that's the that's the life of a demon, Reed. <laughs> like Morbius, yeah, uh, like... living vampire. Uh, then also, I jump back into as you mentioned, uh, we're gonna be playing some Ghost of Tsushima Legends at some point here. So I jump back into my new game plus file. Uh, hey, that game's. Really, awesome. really good. Yeah. Like, it's a very good game. Uh, the controls, the combat, man. It's just like, oh, I gotta get a feel for this again. It's like, no, it's you, the the methodicalness to it, where you can do those delayed hits uh, and then switch your stance in between them. So you like just stagger one guy in front of you, and you see the spear guy coming up. So you switch to the wind stance, and you go hit him once, and you can. Yeah, the timing of the yeah. parries is generous, but it's not too. You're able generous. to do exactly what you want uh, at any given time. Uh, and if you ever get hit, you're like, that's my bad. I needed to yeah. dodge, or I needed to parry, or I needed to... Yeah, just the general weight of it, how it's easy to learn, but I don't want to say hard to master, but once you yeah. do master it, it feels like you... It feels like you're... It's not like Batman, where you're just tapping a couple of buttons, or... Well, it's a flow, yeah, right? And then you just get in the flow, and you're fine. Ghost of Tsushima is like... Like, the armor I'm wearing now provides no defense. It's the Terrify, like, fear armor. Yeah. Uh, so it, it benefits me, and I can go really quick through many enemies as long as I'm not being hit. Because I'm building terror, and I'm building the ghost meter, which the entire thing about the ghost stance meter is don't get hit. Kill and don't get hit. Otherwise, it depletes, right? Yeah, I just mean, in general, like, the combat is, like, the simplistic thing that they add so many things on top of without it getting so out of hand that it constantly feels like you're never doing the same thing twice in a sure. fight but at the same time it's incredibly satisfying great feedback like there's a lot of things that something like Elden Ring could learn from a game like this like in theory they're not entirely different in a lot of ways no Some yeah in heavy attack light in terms attack. of dispatching large groups of enemies like Ghost of Tsushima has Elden Ring beat Elden Ring's more methodical right, going right. into it I just, Ghost, I just, yeah. yeah I just mean more in the sense of like you can you can still have that methodical pace, but you can give it a bit more speed like Ghost of Tsushima. You can give it um, a bit more weight to it. Like we've seen in Demon Souls, like that yeah. feels like weighty responsive combat a lot like Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, but those are very minor nitpicks, of course. You may have gushed about how much we yeah. love Elden Ring. Um, but I think there's no denying we talked about this. It's like one of the best combat-based games easily for the PS4 Top 3 yeah, like, it's it's fucking awesome. Crunchy. Yeah, it's, it's, a, good. it's a timeless game, and we've gushed a lot about how incredibly value, like incredible value you get for that free multiplayer. Technically, yeah. it's just a good game. It's just a good game. Yeah, just a good game. Sorry, Halo. 
your move aside. Ghost of Tsushima is here. Uh, yeah, and the new game plus you uh, you get new cosmetics and stuff you can unlock uh, whenever you do um, certain missions and stuff. It'll give you like ghost flowers, which are like there's a new merchant to use to unlock that stuff. So if you're into getting everything, it's there. Uh, otherwise, your charms and stuff like that you get you you kind of are just getting flowers in place of them if you already own the if you already beaten the quest. Yeah. So doing everything in New Game Plus is your prerogative. I'm just doing like the main quests and then any of the side stuff I come across along the way because a lot of those were really good missions. So a lot of the side missions where you're just like, my wife got uh, kidnapped. She's on a boat. Uh, I can row you out there. Will you help me like get her? Because the guy's just on the beach. I don't know if you remember this one. And he's just like practicing with the sword or whatever. He's like, I gotta go save my wife. I'm probably gonna die. <laughs> just, just like, just roam me out there, bro. And then you just on a pirate ship, killing motherfuckers. Uh, it's great, uh, and visually, of course. Yeah, if I had to play a second playthrough, that I'd probably put in Kurosawa mode. Sure. Uh, take off the HUD and put on Japanese voice. People, uh, if you play it on PS5 now, they have like the lip matching and all that too. Um, I like the the Jin Sakai. Uh, English voice actor, like I think. Oh, he's great! Like I hear that voice as that character now, so it's like I have a very special yeah. affinity with the Japanese voice actor though, because he also voices Mugen from Samurai Champloo. Sure. Which is like my favorite anime, so I it was a nice little treat for me when I first discovered that because I don't know. Yeah. Just fits. It's such a different thing for him to do, as far as what I'm concerned. So yeah, I'm gonna probably experience that, but I can't wait to play the raid with you and Nick. I think that's gonna be great. Fun. Yeah. We gotta get through that, and then I gotta level up all the all the characters to level twenty. That's the other trophy I need. Oh, geez. That, that'll take a while. Yeah, that will yeah. be. Uh, well, only it because won't be we were... hard. It'll just be. Grinding. No, I've been I've been like kind of chipping away at it here and there, and like it, the the mode is fun to play, and playing as the different classes is super fun, especially because you can bring in your high level gear uh, to a lot of those slots and stuff like that. Yeah, it, it makes it. Anyway. Yeah, 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 it makes it a lot of fun. Uh, you can get pretty OP in those, like, if you play, like, the lower difficulties when you play with the high-level gear and shit, you're, you're pretty, not as terrifying as, like, single-player Jin, yeah. but all, all the pretty memes, terrifying. All the memes and good times we have with that multiplayer. We should not see <sighs> vengeance. Yeah, but I'm we will. down the heel. Yeah. All that It's shit. morbid time. Yeah. It's all there. <laughs> it's all there. Uh, Sniper Elite 5 came out today. Uh, it's okay. on Game Pass. I, I'm already downloading it. I will check it out. If it's on PC Game Pass. I don't know. I think it is on PC Game and Pass. If it's crossplay, I'll play I that. I think shit it is. We should yeah. totally play that shit then. Is that a game where we just are both the same guy? It's like Sam Worthington yeah, and Sam when Worthington. When I played like really four with my buddy, it was like that. And it was fucking yeah. awesome. We were yeah. both like, this is great. We were just seeing, identical twins. Yeah, no, we were <laughs> seeing each other's shots and everything like yeah. that. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, check that out. See if it's on there. Uh, and we'll we'll get down to business on that. Otherwise, uh, we got to get back to Halo 3 ODST at some point. Right. Wrapping up the show for today, kind of a sleepy catch-up show, but that's okay. It's it's the end of May. It kind of rhymed. Uh, if you want to reach out to the podcast, at Iceberg Podcast is us on Twitter. Leah says the iceberg.com is our email address. Send us questions, topics, anything you find interesting. If we find it interesting, I'm going to put it on the show. Take it easy, everybody. The warm weather is coming. Stay inside and play video games, as we always say. For myself, Lee, and for Reed, we'll talk to you again next week.